guests, the jazz age, an era filled with raccoon coats, daring flappers, champagne, art deco, and bliss. Also included in this time of prosperity was writer F. Scott Fitzgerald, who recorded this flamboyant time in his writings. Most of his fame today is brought on by his novel The Great Gatsby, which I personally find is now my new favorite book. In fact, I liked it so much that I read a numerous amount of book reviews, the majority of them stating that the book told the story of lavish parties, glamour, and a forbidden love affair. But does it really? Are you certain it's all about the dancing and the champagne consumed by millionaires complaining about their perfect little lives? Or is it something more? I personally find it hard to believe it's as simple as dancing flappers and furry coats. What exactly is Fitzgerald saying about the culture and the members of society giving in to these desires for easily attained wealth and pleasure? Being a novel based in 1922, at the beginning of the industrial age, I think we could get a bit more specific. How is Fitzgerald reacting to these people responsible for the corruption and decay of the social and moral values, which, in fact, led to the disintegration of the so-called American Dream. Now, I mention the American Dream because, after reading the novel twice, it was made clear to me that the American Dream is in fact the principal theme and topic of the novel, which is then complemented by motifs such as class and geography, however, I'll explain my thoughts on that a bit later. Despite the many misconceptions about his literary masterpiece, Fitzgerald isn't trying to exaggerate how glittery the dresses were or how snobbish his neighbors were either, but he communicates the truth behind the unfair realities of this American dream. He sees the 20s as an age of decayed values through an unattainable love affair and the hollowness of the upper class. This portrayal of his is evidenced in the book's underlying distrust, selfishness, and meaningless pursuit of pleasure. But how can we be so sure? I mean, there are just so many reviews that think the book is all about the dancing and the champagne. Welcome to Excess and Obsession. I am your host, Elisa Antunes. Today is June 4th, 2021, and in this episode, we will be discussing Fitzgerald's response to how the corruption and decayed social and moral values of the Jazz Age led to the downfall of the American dream, and how this is seen in his book. F. Scott Fitzgerald, known today as one of the most influential authors in American literature, attended glamorous parties on a flourishing Long Island. At these parties, he got a clear view of the rich and elite class of the Roaring Twenties, a culture he always wanted to be a part of, but never could. Events such as an affair he had with a Geneva King, her being a well-known socialite and he a poor college student, are times in his life which led him to write The Great Gatsby. He brings these experiences which have shaped his identity to his writing. This affair was then put to an end by Geneva's father, who in fact stated, poor boys shouldn't think of marrying rich girls. 
His troubled life and little success with money, love, and social class is seen translated into the characters of Jay Gatsby and Nick Haraway, and is seen through their personalities and life experiences, which I personally find are responsible for altering the path the story travels. As Fitzgerald interpreted, and as Nick Carraway explains in Chapter 9, when he compares the Dutch sailors to Gatsby's dream, the American dream initially signified discovery, individualism, and the pursuit of happiness, but as the era was depicted in the novel, fast money and relaxed social values have contaminated this vision of the dream, more so on the East Coast, where the novel is set in, than the West, where Nick feels more in place. This depiction is clearly seen in the first chapter when Nick describes the lifestyle and behavior of Tom and Daisy, as well as through his descriptions of those who attended Gatsby's parties, not to mention the fact that most people at Gatsby's parties never even met him. Now, unfortunately, I was not around in the 20s to prove this to be correct or not, however, Fitzgerald's sources of inspiration and rocky life, while desperately trying to climb the social ladder, is proof of the ways of society, at least through his perspective, which we take away from the book. Moreover, the main plotline of the novel displays this very statement through Gatsby's dream of being with Daisy, which is eventually disintegrated by the difference of their respective social statuses. He then resorts to bootlegging, a fensible crime, to become wealthy enough to win her over, which is then paired with the excessive materialism that characterizes her ways of being. These facts given to us from the text proves that this corrupt image of the American dream is present in the novel, Daisy symbolizing the American dream for Gatsby, which is then corrupted by money and obsessiveness. It is my interpretation that Daisy married Tom in the first place and then doesn't attend Gatsby's funeral simply because of how poor he was as a soldier and then his unethical ways of becoming wealthy. This being said, I seriously doubt this book can be seen as a rendition of a Romeo and Juliet love story when it is Daisy and Gatsby themselves who made their relationship doomed to begin with. So really, is the book all about the dancing and the champagne? If not, is this book about corruption caused by easy money and dishonesty? Has the American dream of self-worth and happiness dissolved into a sole aspiration for wealth? To answer this question, we'll have to travel back in time to the end of the First World War. When the war ended in 1918, the younger generation of Americans who had fought in the war became profoundly disencouraged, mainly by the brutal warfare they had just faced. But this experience of theirs made the Victorian social morality of the early 20th century seem like uptight and stuffy pretenses. This being said, the 1920s clearly meant to them an era of dramatic social and political change a change that would fit their new lifestyles. 
and after World War I, the stock market rose, increasing national wealth and consumerism in the process. The relevance? Well, this glimpse of history brought on by the 20s is seen in Fitzgerald's positioning of the characters in The Great Gatsby, who token these new social trends. Both Nick and Gatsby, who fought in the war, just like the author himself, portray the newfound sophistication and bitterness from society, which resulted from the war. This is especially seen in Nick's character in the following citation. I bought a dozen volumes on banking at credit and investment securities, and they stood on my shelf in red and gold like new money from the mint, promising to unfold the shining secrets that only Midas, Morgan, and McKenna's knew. This citation is found in the first chapter when we're first getting to know Nick, but by saying this, we now know that Nick wants to teach himself finance to help him start his career in finance, indicating his hopes to becoming part of the upper class. His aspiration for this status is equally seen in the characters he criticizes at the end. These social trends are also seen through the many ambitious social climbers who attend Gatsby's parties and who display purely only a thirst for wealth. After all, people weren't invited, they went there ambitious much? Now thanks to the booming stock market, ideally any American with any social status can become wealthy. So what's the issue? Well, the old aristocracy. That's when the tension starts to build. The aristocracy, also known as families with inherited old wealth, looked down at these newly rich. This social division is seen throughout the novel within different neighborhoods, creating geography as an important motif in the book, as I mentioned a while back. This setting of the story envisions many key aspects of the 1920s American society. The East Egg neighborhood represents the old family wealth, seen through Daisy and Tom Buchanan. West Egg is where we see the newly rich, such as Gatsby. The Valley of Ashes represents the social decay of the time, and New York City, the endless pursuit for money and pleasure. All of these neighborhoods are connected in some way, shape, or form to each other, creating a setting for the disintegrated American dream itself. Nick analyzes this geographical differentiation in Chapter 9 when he reveals his feelings towards this division. Through his reflection, he explains that even though the events of the story took place in the East, all the characters were originally from the West, where the American dream has not decayed. He also says that these characters were simply trying to navigate this new pace of living in the East. Now flashing to real life events. When Fitzgerald and his wife Zelda moved to Long Island in 1922, a clear division between the newly made millionaires and those inheriting fortune was in fact present. This socio-economic division inspired the neighborhoods of West Egg and East Egg. Well, there you go. 
another clear relation between the book, history, and the author's experience, communicating the reality of the death of the American dream and its presence in the novel. So, if it's not a tragic love story, what's with the ending? Well, let's recap. Gatsby idealizes Daisy with perfection that does not exist. His dream of being with her is then ruined by her being unworthy of his love. Just like how the American dream in the 20s is ruined by the unworthiness of those trying to gain money and pleasure. Gatsby tried to live out his dream by recreating the lost past time in Louisville with Daisy, but fails to do so. When his dream decays due to his failure, all that is left for him is death, and nothing is left for Nick but to return to the West, Minnesota, where the American dream has not decayed. So, in conclusion, are you certain it's all about the dancing and the champagne consumed by millionaires complaining about their perfect little lives? Or is it about the corruption and decayed social and moral values of the Jazz Age, which led to the downfall of the American dream? Until next time on Excess and Obsession, it's been Eliza and Tunis. Thank you for tuning in.